This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870, Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, and on our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line, we got Blake Rufino, who covers the LSU Fighting Tigers. And Blake, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Man, listen, you got three weeks. You ain't got to do nothing. LSU, man, you just got to prepare for the bowl game. Nothing happening. You ain't got to worry about recruiting, transfer portal, but yeah, guys coming out early for the end of – man, you got it here. I told it to Wilson Alexander. You got three weeks of vacation. Come on. Well, and you think about uh, Purdue. Uh, come on, uh, Blake, right now it's like LSU a 10-point favorite. I mean, uh, the coach is gone. What coach is going to be there? I mean, I'm right now, there ain't no way in hell LSU should lose to Purdue. <laughs> Which there was supposed to be no chance in damn hell that they were going to be able to lose to A&M either. And look what happened. Hey, you know, as my granddaddy once said, don't check it, don't catch, uh, what do you, was it, count your eggs before they hatch, you know? So, right. I, I went, you know, look, I'll, I'll be cautious on that one, but I think you're right. But look. I got to give it to them, guys. I mean, look, Brian, Brian Kelly's down and about. I mean, flying all over the place. I, I just got a text that he that he's meeting with five star defensive back Javi and Taviano right now. Oh, so, that's I mean, big. That, that's you know, big. That's massive. So, I mean, he's down and about, and, and they're doing a lot of things. So, uh, be honest with you, guys. I mean, there's a lot of positive energy right now from recruiting and, and guys that maybe that we thought that was going to hit the draft. That maybe they maybe they aren't. What one of the things, Blake, um, that I know about uh, Kayshawn Booty that uh, people around him and himself did a lot of best way to term this. They did a lot of research on where he would go in the draft, uh, and once right. they found out he was not going to be a first or second round pick, and I told this to Bob yesterday, I think he'd have probably went in round three. Uh, once they found out he wasn't going to be a first or second round pick, I think Kayshawn made the decision. You know what? I'm coming back. Uh, because, man, before the season, he looked to be he was going to be a first-round pick, did not have the type season he was looking for. He got under the skin of Brian Kelly, and Brian got under his skin. But you know what? The marriage worked out at the end. It, 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 you know, you could see there was mutual respect between the both of them. And, and anybody covering LSU has to say that was a little bit of a surprise that that booty because he seemed to be a guy that you know maybe he was eyeing the NFL, but once he found out he wasn't going to be a first or second round pick, man, I'm coming back. Now Jay Ward today, I've had a lot of people tell me, oh Jay Ward should have come back another season. Here's why he won't. He won't be a first or second round pick 
but he can play outside corner. He can play in the slot. Nickel, he can play yeah. nickel, dime, oh, and that. free safety. Man, he's going to get picked a lot harder than you might think he's going to get might, picked. And he's going to the senior bowl, right? And, and, and he's a really Whoa. sharp guy as a football player and as a leader. People are going to be surprised how fast Jay Ward comes off the board because of his versatility, can play so many positions. Well, what, I mean, how fast is he going to run too, Mike? You know what I mean? And then, you know, the last two weeks he moves to outside corner at times and then locks down your boy from Georgia. You know, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, you guys know this. We do the advanced stats for the game. They threw at Jay Ward three times. Ladd McConkey had one catch for 11 yards, and then they threw two other times that were incompletions, and they did not throw in his general direction. So of 29 passes, they – I mean – uh, of everybody that was on the defense last year, he was the last person that they attacked. And him going to the outside, Mike. And look, you got you could, Mike. You could tell me more about this than maybe I can. I thought it was the biggest thing, you know, especially because I, you know I've met with Jay. He's come on our show and stuff like that. And I thought he's always been great. But the main thing for him, when I saw him move back outside, he played safety, he played nickel, and then he he, he did well outside. I, I kind of sat there and was like, oh, okay, so. You you pop on the film and you're like, oh wait, he played all three. So what's the biggest thing in the NFL? So if we have injuries yeah, and the versatility outside, yep. you, you know it, it is what it is. So it, it was big for Jay uh, uh, to do that. But in reference to Kayshawn, Mike, I think you're I think you're dead right. And everybody's like, well, he knows who the quarterback is. <laughs> well, he might have an idea. He might. But he might. But but you know, but let's not let's not you know. Two two things can be true at once, and he he probably already knew too that hey man I I got to get back with it and and you know so I I was told that he you know like you said Mike that he had been already told the last couple of weeks that he wasn't going to go as high as he thought and all of a sudden it's funny how he started picking it up against Georgia isn't it Yep. yeah and you know Blake that's what I was going to ask you uh, Mike and I think we all expected this and I think it's human nature as players you think like. And that just goes to show you just can't show up and you play a game. What Kayshawn Booty did in that Georgia game, we would probably expect him to do that a handful of times. To me, he caught that crossing route. He cut back through the defense, 53-yard touchdown. To me, that was his best play of the season. We thought he would do that at least like a half a dozen or five times uh, this past season. And if he does that next year, uh, Mike, you know he's a number one draft pick. Okay, Blake, here's the other thing. You know it. Bobby knows it. Jaden Daniels had a much better connection with Malik Neighbors than him. Trusted no him more. No Trusted doubt. him. Right, right. Well, and, and, and really, and we had talked about this when I was on with you guys in the preseason, that connection between Jane Daniels and Malik Neighbors was in preseason scrimmage. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think that there was a, you know, I wasn't surprised that Kayshawn was seeing less throws his way because in all those scrimmages, when Jane got in trouble, he was throwing in that Malik. But you know what's interesting? When Jay, you know what could what could turn things for Jaden in reference to a prospect and just an overall quarterback? He's got a busted wing or a busted foot. And guys, I, I don't know how y'all looked at it, but I went back and watched that first half after we knew what was you know the, the outcome of that game. Man, he was making some big time throws. He was making, you know, Malik, the one that Malik is the only bad throw that I thought that he had in reference to, you know, Malik had to come back to the ball, but he made a couple of them. Made one to Besh, not the one that bounced off of Besh's helmet, but uh, another one over the middle. And the guys, 
they throw for 500 yards against, yes. against Georgia. <laughs> so, I, I mean, that's insane to me. So, I, I mean, if, K, if, if you can get those guys, you know, reps and get them confidence, all of them, they can be a problem. And, you know, Blake, I, I wanted to go that route, and I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, this is a Georgia defense. It wasn't like you playing Vanderbilt, whatever. Uh, the Tigers ended up outgaining the Bulldogs 549 to 529. Now, you look at the ebb and flow of the game. You look at Daniels. He was on the sideline after the half. He had 208 yards passing. And the question I have for you, okay, going forward, everybody wants to play. And sometimes, you you know, you need, like, uh, not only one quarterback, maybe two, because you, you won't snap away from playing because of an injury. But how do you uh, entice or convince a player? I'm looking at Nussmeyer. He goes 15 to 27, 294 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. And, and then you have Walker Howard waiting in the wings. Now, you know they both want to play. And you look at the transfer portal now. So, uh, so let's say, in theory that Daniels does not come back. Do you think that Nussmeyer comes back and uh, competes at Walker Howard and uh, made the best man win, and then it might last only for one season, then uh, uh, then you have an individual that transfer? Because then you talk about the quarterbacks they're bringing in, but what is your take on that dynamic? Because, listen, you can have talented quarterbacks and you can't keep them all happy. Blake, he put on his hey, off bro- he, he brought on his off Broadway edition. That was hey, what I, I looked at. It was off Broadway edition. <laughs> I'm just gonna say this: if Walker, ha- <laughs> if somebody got a walk for for Walker, see ya. <laughs> I mean, that's my opinion. I agree. Right? I agree. You know that that's my opinion. If somebody, oh, coach, my feelings hurt. Walker's taking my reps. Okay, portal's open. Um, that's how right. I said. now. I mean, I've had my, my opinions and so, uh, strong opinions about Garrett. You know, the throw to Malik was a great one, but it's a double coverage. He throws that he threw the pass again and it got picked. Yep. So my thing is, is that I, you know, I, I I think that Walker would sit behind Jaden for another season. He won't sit behind Garrett. Okay. So you're gonna have that to makes make sense. a decision. But that makes sense. You know, you're you're gonna have to make a decision. But here's another, like, if Jane does return, there's no reason to play him in this bowl game. So you can have your competition right now. Like, hey, practice starts, what, in, in two weeks, a week and a half, 10 days, whatever it is. Let's start the open competition. Because Jane doesn't have to prove us anything right now. Right. Because he's already in the competition. If it were me, I would say Garrett, Walker, battle. And let the best man win. That's how I would. Do it, but I'm not making ten million dollars. But if look, I'm I'm making sure that Walker Howard stays is going to be on my roster next season. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Blake, I, I told you this story. Uh, uh, Coach Kelly sent Miles Brennan to Manning. Uh, he, he had his choice; he could have sent any of them, but he but he sent Miles. But on the Saturday, um, Archie and I had spoken. He's like, Mike, I, I invited the other LSU quarterbacks here. He said, you know, I'm, I'm familiar with not so much Garrett, but with his dad. Uh, and he said, mm-hmm. you know, the same thing sort of with Walker Howard. I know him a little bit, but really I know Jamie. Uh, and he said, I, I knew very little about uh, Daniels other than, you know, I'd watched a couple games with Arizona State and he was starting there. And he said, uh, you know, last year was really tough, but the year before he had played pretty well. 
we watched this Saturday, and we were right behind the guys throwing. Everybody sort of turned to one another after they were finished. That Walker Howard guy's pretty good. Special. Man, Special. that Walker Howard guy's pretty good. And he threw the football better than all of them. Everyone from all Miles uh, to Garrett uh, to Jaden, he he threw the football better than all of them. And he just had a sense Hello. of poise. And, hey, I, I know how good I am. You don't have to tell me. Uh, just give me an opportunity. So we kind of saw a little bit of that uh, at Manning this year on the Saturday morning. Your thoughts on the transfer portal and sort of where you think LSU may look here. Uh, we, Bobby and I got an opportunity yeah. to talk to Jordan Arsenal, who uh, I'm not sure exactly what his title oh, yeah. is in recruiting, but Jordan's a guy from on the bayou from Thibodeau, and he went to Edie White, Nichols State, and he was like, Mike, we're going to be selective. And I asked him about secondary, and he just nodded his head. He said, yeah, we got a couple really good young prospects we really like, but, you know, just take a look at the roster. And he said, uh, you know, one of the things Brian brings up all the time is about roster management. Well, it, And it, so he it, said, corner yeah. safety, he said, Mike, I, I think well, you've well, got to hit that. We're, we're going to look in that direction pretty good. <laughs> okay, and Blake, I want you to comment on that and also on this, is that, listen, we loyal as LSU fans. We loyal if you got a homegrown talent and you want to keep them at home. But this whole transfer portal, uh, you can't and get more you, you can't get more Louisiana than Jack Besh. Yeah. And look at his grandpa and on everything. So that that's a different animal that uh, LSU fans are going to have to deal with going forward. Yeah, and you got two five-star <laughs> recruits coming in. And yeah, Jack right. can do the numbers. Yeah. I mean, it don't take a rocket scientist for that. Yeah, right. Yeah, it doesn't. And I will tell you this, too, to answer it, because, I mean, look, Jordan told you what, you, what he told you, and, he, I mean, that's what they have to do. They have to do that for reps, yeah. right? They have to do Correct. that for, for, for depth. But something that I, I'm really looking at, Mike, and, and guys, this is they got to get more depth in the interior defensive line because yes. Yes. What, I, what I saw Saturday was Georgia rotating. Well, technically they rotated nine kids in and nine kids out, okay? Braden Swenson from Oregon just hit, hit the portal. And Braden Fisk, a kid from West, uh, uh, Western West Michigan, Michigan, yes. Western Michigan, hit the portal as well. Now, I got to talk to Fisk uh, yesterday on Twitter. We just kind of went back and forth with one another. And, he, you know, he's just kind of humbled by the situation. And I think, <laughs> I think Jamar Kane knows that he needs beef because you can't go through another season. God willing, Jaqueline Roy leaves with two interior defensive linemen that you that can play. They got to get bigger up front. They got to get more beef. It's just what they have to do. I was also told that they might be selective on possibly bringing in another center um, because they're you know, I mean, look, Charles Turner played well, but I mean, if you can get a guy that's a really good center and, and anchor what you believe will be a really good offensive line, that, that's what I've been told on both lines of scrimmage. But really and truthfully, I just think they've got to be selective more on defense. I mean, you get Mason Smith back next year, but how many linebackers are you going to lose? You're kind of getting a little thin there. Right. You're getting a little thin at DB. So this is going to be until they can get, you know, some of these high school guys in, they're probably going to have to hit the portal not just this year, guys. They're going to have to hit it again next year. Because, I mean, there's not enough high school kids that they can get right now that's going to fill the void. That, guys, there are 63 – well, now, 
they're 61 scholarship players. So, yeah, they got they might get 27 high school guys, but there's going to be more guys entering the portal, more guys in the draft. And so you're going to have to probably get five to seven more guys out of the portal, in my opinion, just on a number standpoint. Yeah, I agree with you. And you lost yeah. two corners already. Yeah, yeah. Or two guys in the portal. You haven't officially lost them. But uh, with McGee and yeah. also uh, Ray Jones, uh, you, mm-hmm. two guys already, you know, I'm tapping out. Well, well, you know, Blake, can you put a coach in the portal? I mean, the reason why, the reason why, hey, the reason why I say that, look at Brian Pullian, LSU's special teams coordinator, the only assistant who accompanied uh, Brian Kelly from Notre Dame. Is he that loyal to him? The reason why I bring it up, I mean, from the beginning to the end, we all know what happened in the Superdome, block kick against Florida State in, in the first game, and then it was only worse in the SEC championship game. Listen, he might be a great recruiter. I trust him as a right-hand man, but come on. Uh, you can't lose at any phase. I don't care if it's offense, defense, yeah. or special team. He's like the weak link, and we cannot afford to do that going forward. I'm not – I don't even – listen, I know his daddy. I don't even know him. I know his daddy from the Buffalo Bills and the USFL going way back. I, I, I don't know the son. But all I don't know was Brian Pullian, paying attention to detail, was a liability – on special teams. And it's like for me, Coach Kelly's going into halftime, and he said that what we did at giving up that touchdown, it's unacceptable. Uh, it, uh, uh, listen, how can you sugarcoat that? It's unacceptable, and it cannot happen if you want to ultimately be a national champion. So I don't know. You can keep Brian Pullian around, but he can't coach the damn special teams. Well, they might bring in a veteran guy. As how do you say that? Blake? Advisor, consultant. Yeah, consultant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, well, my my question would be: I see all these NIL deals with Gordon McKernan. There was a guy that was a special teams coach a year ago. Yes, you better, so. <laughs> where's he at? You know, and so that that's my my. It's it, it, so bad too because I look. I will be honest. Playing at Southeastern. I and, and look, I've been on field goal extra point whenever I didn't even know that rule. Okay, and so I'd never been taught that. I'd never known that. You got to go maybe over that's it. Something you got to go over it. Okay, my whole thing is it's not, it's not just that anymore. It's the it, it, you know it, it's the kicks the kicks out of bounds, right? Like you're getting you, the reason Alabama came back in the second half, guys. They kicked two. Two balls out of the end zone. They started at the 35-yard line. You can't do that against Bryce Young. You just can't do that. I will say the only thing I mean I will say is this. I know that they're going to be doing some things on guys that will hit the portal that will help them in the special teams in the return game. Guys that they that they passed on a year ago that they had no business passing on. So you know. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna say anybody now because he's not officially in the portal. Right. But it, it, you know, I, they're, they're doing some things, in my opinion, that that, that they can sure up some of these special teams. So what you telling him is, Pullian ain't going anywhere. Well, well no, he, 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 cut he, to the chase, well, Blake. He, he, might he ain't going, going anywhere. Yeah, but you know what? You look at the transfer portal and <laughs> considering where he was at. 
What if somebody came up with the Bucks and all of a sudden went to Weber State and said, Rashid Shaheed, we want you to play on our team, and we're going to compensate you. Yeah, I would well, say well, how much uh, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wouldn't he transfer? <laughs> wouldn't he transfer? Look at yeah, Rashid Shaheed has been in the NFL. Come on. I agree. Yeah. I think they're looking uh, somewhere closer to where you guys are at right now. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think so. Hey, Blake, no. thanks so much. I'm to be safe. So, all right, guys. See you all later. All Thank right. you, Blake. I appreciate it, buddy. Blake Rafino does a great job covering LSU, uh, all sports, baseball, basketball, football. And we're glad to have him on because he's got his own little podcast show uh, a little bit later on tonight. So we appreciate him uh, getting us in. We'll be back and going back to our telephone line. Call us right after this break here on the Big 870. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.